Welcome to episode 57 of the Farm Exec Podcast. I'm Elaine Quilici, Senior Editor of Farm Exec Magazine and our podcast host. Farm Exec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest commercial insights for the C-suite. On this week's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with Janice Kranz, co-founder of Econizo Therapeutics, who talks about her work in fighting Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases by targeting tau. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back with Jan. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at trueserumntwk.com. Hey, podcasters. Today, Elaine and I are interviewing Janice Kranz, co-founder of Econizo Therapeutics. Jan is here to bring us up to date on how targeting tau to fight Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases is making waves in the CNS space. Thanks for joining us today, Jan. Well, thanks so much for inviting me. So why are researchers turning to tau over amyloid to treat Alzheimer's? And how does your drug incorporate the concept and stand out in the field? The clinical failures for the approaches targeting amyloid are, you know, one obvious reason. But our understanding of the biology and the pathology of Alzheimer's has also developed a lot over the last decade. And that's been advanced tremendously just by the use of PET imaging agents and the availability of those for amyloid and tau to the point where now it's clear that increased accumulation of tau aggregates, or they're called tangles, that correlates more with the disease progression than amyloid plaques. And the striking thing overall, now that you know, imaging uh, living humans with Alzheimer's with these agents, is that amyloid and tau start to accumulate 10 to 20 years before any cognitive symptoms. So that was the answer to your first part of your question, why are people switching to tau? And so to answer the question about our, how Econizo's uh, approach is differed, I want to just first uh, mention what most pharma approaches are doing, and they're targeting tau using antibody-based therapeutics, and those have several key challenges. One is antibodies have trouble crossing the blood-brain barrier. Two is they inherently only target the tau that it's called extracellular. It's outside the cell, which is after the, some of the pathological events have happened. And then antibody approaches, when you think about it, are really just not practical or feasible for a chronic disease where they'll have to be treating patients for potentially decades. Finally, antibodies are really hard to figure out, you know, if they're engaging the target, are they actually getting into the brain? What dose do you need to get that to the brain? So finally, that sets the stage for Econizo's approach is a novel way of targeting tau. And there's compelling rationale based on a lot of literature 
across multiple labs and different model systems. And the, the core idea is that by inhibiting this enzyme called HDAC6, we are blocking tau from being phosphorylated, and that's happening inside the cell. So we sort of nip in the bud this cascade of hyperphosphorylated tau that ends up forming aggregates and then is later secreted. And so we have a small molecule approach, which is better than antibodies. They are exquisitely good at getting across the blood-brain barrier. We have a companion tool that a pet imaging agent specific for this target HDAC6, and that enables us to you know, image the target engagement directly in the human brain. And so we can tell from a very early stage what dose we need to get our, of our therapeutic to get into the brain and bind that target. What other neurodegenerative areas could benefit from this approach? Yeah, I'm glad you asked because there's actually extensive literature for quite a few other neurodegenerative diseases and neuropathies. The main one of, that has had a lot of attention and was first discovered for inhibiting HDAC6 is ALS or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also called you know, Lou Gehrig's disease. And in fact, as a company, we are changing our strategic approach to really targeting ALS as our lead indication. The modality there is that inhibiting HDAC6 will improve axonal transport and is focused more on that biology rather than the interfering with tau. But there are about a dozen different rarer diseases than Alzheimer's that are called tauopathy. Progressive supranuclear palsy is one of those. And so those would be additional approaches that we think an HDAC6 inhibitor could be really effective in. So how did you manage to produce a small molecule in such little time and with such little investment? Well, it sounds like you've gotten some background info. Uh, well, we're proud of that, but also uh, it certainly helped that we licensed in an advanced lead compound from our academic co-founder, Jacob Hooker of Mass General Hospital. And I think it also, our team is basically uh, I would say, relentlessly focused. We do a lot of planning and making sure that every single experiment we do is going to be mission critical and really take the project further. And I think I pride myself in, you know, it might be my Midwestern roots and being from a family of eight, you know, I've always just enjoyed the challenge of sticking to a budget. And then of course, you know, all three of us Econizo employees, we just work really hard. I love that you're from a family of eight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So what are some of the challenges in creating a novel therapy in a disease area that's been so focused on something else? Well, one key challenge, to be honest, is financial. The fundraising climate for chronic neurodegenerative diseases is tough, primarily because of a lot of the failures, you know, that we already talked about. The way to surmount that challenge is to have as focused and uh, plan as we possibly can, and to also 
appeal, you know, our approach won't appeal to all, all, you know, VC firms or all potential investors. So we really select for those that have both the desire to address that area, neurodegenerative diseases, and also believe in our scientific rationale. But another challenge, I think, is on the R&D side. You know, as I already mentioned, the challenge, things get take longer in the clinic and cost more because of that key point of the target engagement, knowing that your drug has actually gotten into the brain and that you're using a dose that is meaningful um, rather than just a lot of studies will go use a dose that's up to the so-called maximum tolerated dose, which is they still aren't sure that they're actually engaging that target. And so you might run through a really expensive clinical trial without ever knowing, having a really definitive answer that you were able to mechanistically do what you wanted to do and just not have efficacy or not. And so our ability to have that pet imaging agent so that we, you know, immediately go into an efficacy trial knowing the specific dose that's adequately binding our target in the human brain can really get over that challenge. And I think, uh, you know, a final challenge in the field in general, and this has been much talked about and written about, is the poor predictive ability of the available animal models. And I think for Econizo's approach, we get around that by focusing on the underlying biology and molecular mechanisms. And, you know, as long as we can get solid answers for those, and focus on the safety of our molecule, then the best way to test efficacy will be in the human disease. Did your background in biotech help you get a project like this off the ground? Well, I learned a lot from my first experience in a startup company, which was uh, Cubis Pharmaceuticals, when it was just started in 1993. I think I thrived in that environment of what I call sort of creative chaos in just starting with nothing but an idea, Uh, you know, an old warehouse that was just out, you know, in Kendall Square and having to just physically outfit that and create a lab that was functioning as well as building a team and the encouragement and support, you know, we had from the founders and from the lead investors, it was just very exciting to just, your mission was, here's this idea, run with it as fast as you can for developing a therapeutic. And, you know, it helped to just be driven to constantly advance the program. Don't be afraid to ask for lots of help along the way. Just keep you know, making progress and learning. I think that's kind of critical when you're working on an Alzheimer's drug too, you know, or you're working on, you know, advancing R&D for Alzheimer's. I'm going ad hoc, but it's just, it seems like there's so much to learn about it, right? You can't perseverate over whether something is the best idea or the, you know, the right or the wrong approach. You just have to be confident that, you're going to make progress. You know, you're going to learn something. This is, it's new. It's, it's better than other things that have been tried. And right. so it deserves to, you know, be developed as far as you can take it. 
Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you, Jan, for being with us today. Uh, you know, we appreciate you discussing these exciting advancements in CNS drug development for our listeners, especially in a time where Alzheimer's is rapidly increasing and other companies seem to be abandoning R&D. You know, I think what you're doing with Econizo is great, and I can't wait to see how you guys progress in the future. So thank you. Thanks so much, Kristen and Elaine. Thanks, Jan. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at trueserumntwk.com. And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from Pharma Execs. Hi, I'm Janice Kranz, co-founder of Econizo Therapeutics. And my leadership tip is embrace failure. Uh, now, I don't mean encourage mistakes, but rather foster a culture of learning and empowering people to make decisions. And then importantly, uh, share those mistakes with each other. So don't be ashamed of them. Uh, the reason is we all learn most from our mistakes. And as an R&D organization, we have to make decisions and take action based on incomplete information. So mistakes are inevitable. And so I believe if you embrace those, learn from those, then your culture and team will be high performers. As a special bonus this week, we have some additional leadership comments from one of our 2020 Emerging Pharma Leaders. Here's a word from Rogerio Silva, Vice President and General Manager of PTC Therapeutics. Every single day, we have to have in mind that we never know everything because we know that things change every day. So we have to, to always improve ourselves. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutive, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of Farmexec, its parent company, or our advertisers. For editorial questions, please email editorial director Lisa Henderson at lhenderson at mjhlifesciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at tbaker at mjhlifesciences.com. 